Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Radio Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello and welcome, my friends. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for being here live on the air with me. I am always so grateful for you, for each one of you, for listening to my show live, archived, and also for downloading the show on iTunes. I do appreciate you all. Much love to you. Just a quick introduction. I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional life coaching company. On this show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life on a personal as well as a professional level. Some of the areas that affect our life are as follows but not limited to our personal growth, professional growth, money, finances, spirituality, health, fitness, and also overall the quality of life. On this show, we have guests that come and help me along the way, and sometimes I host the show solo. Before I bring on my guests, I would like to set my intention as usual. My intention of doing this show is to help inspire you. I like to help inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you desire. It's all up to you. All I ask of you on the show is to have an open mind and an open heart. Take what is useful for you and question everything. It's your right, your life, so make the decision that is right for you. My guests are professional in their field, so if you like, you can reach them directly from the information I provide on the show. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Inspired to be with guest Gayan Avetes. In spite of all the challenges Gayan had encountered as a child and as a woman, she decided to beat all odds and follow her passion. She had discovered her love for languages at an early age and was inspired by the example of her grandfather and an author to publish books of her own. Drawing on her strict conservative upbringing, her work explores the immigrant experience as well as the role of a woman in a different culture. Gayan is fluent in four languages. She is native of Armenia and immigrated to the United States with her family at the age of 11. She has a degree in psychology and now she went on to author a series of books Stuck in Two Worlds, with the first one being Club and Dagger. Today, Guyane lives in Northern California with her husband and three amazing little boys. It truly is my pleasure to have her on the show, so please help me welcome Guyane Avetas to our show. <laughs> welcome. Hello, my friend. Sorry, we've been having some uh, technical difficulties. Are you there? Hello? Yes. Okay, good. Okay. We are live on the air. Thank you for joining us. Can you hear me? 
Hey, Leah. I can hear you perfectly now. I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. That's okay. Welcome, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thank you so much for being here live on the air with us. As uh, hopefully you heard the introduction of my guest, uh, today's show, it's all about, you know, um, inspiring you to really, you know, in spite of all the adversity and all the challenges that we could face as a human being, no matter what we come from, that we can grow and become and follow our passions. So Inspire to Be is my guest uh, today, um, Guyan. Did I pronounce it right, Guyan? Yes, perfect. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much for correcting me. Well, my friends, since we are uh, a little bit late into the show and we're going to dig right in the show, so if you could uh, tell our listener a uh, little bit more about yourself and your uh, upbringing. I know you had uh, you were born in Armenia, and uh, you came here at the age of 11, and uh, now you are uh, American uh, uh, who lives in, in the United States, in California, with your amazing three boys and uh, your husband as well. And uh, you were inspired since uh, at an early age to follow your uh, grandfather's example of uh, his passion of being a writer and everything. So beside that, what can you tell our listener about you that I did not mention? Um, I guess uh, one of the biggest challenges in my life was uh, being born with a disability and not letting that stand in my way of anything. And any goals, I wanted it, I set it and worked really hard, and eventually I reached it. Okay. And and so tell me, like, when, you know, some of the things, you know, what inspired you? I mean, obviously, uh, for people who are not familiar with the culture, and we're not really going to go deep into, you know, um, but it's just in general. Um, you know, I shared with you and our listeners know, you know, that I am also had grown up in, in a different culture as well as a child from a different background. Now, um, being a woman is a challenge for us to begin with. So that's, you know, that's one thing. But also, you know, the cultural upbringing, I mean, how did that affect you as a person and what did, what lessons can you share with our listeners about, you know, um, you know, I mean, obviously when you came here to the United States, like myself, you saw something different than what you were, you know, used to, right? So tell me a little bit more about that. You know, when you came in here, you were only 11. I came in here at 17, so, you know, there were about six years different there. So you were still a kid. I mean, 17, I was still a kid too. But 11 is really sort of, you know, a young girl coming in here. What some of the things you can share with us? Well, it was was very challenging, like you said, when I first came here, um, I was raised mostly uh, the first seven, eight years of my life by my grandparents, uh, and one of the things I was taught was a girl should never look another guy, man, whatever, in the, straight in the eye. And when I came here as a child, when teachers would talk to me or my you know, um, classmates, I had a harder time to look at them in the eye when this was for many, many years. And a lot of time, of course, and then in America, later on, I learned that 
rude, where over there it's kind of respectful and proper. And so okay. what, you know, will you, okay, go ahead, continue, please. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was going to ask you, I mean, so so what was like, you know, were you glad, I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, to change, uh, no, I did it really glad. help that you, oh, go ahead. I was very glad, glad. it was it was helpful, it was different, and I really loved that change, and then uh, another thing I saw, that women have more freedom, more choices, more options of whether it's to jobs or of their own lives. And um, over there, I've seen arranged marriages where over here it was unheard of. So it was a lot of things, I think, including the dress code. Uh, when I first came, I was always had to wear skirts and dresses and uh, longer So what is, what is it like, okay, so besides the fact that, you know, I mean, uh, the cultural differences, but what are, what are the things that really was – so hard to cope with, and we're going to get into the book and the reason behind the book and everything, but what were some of the difficulties and the adversity that you had to encounter, you know, as a, as a young girl, you know, living in the culture who pretty much dominated by men, if I want to say. <laughs> what was the hardest um, for me? For me, the hardest was I was – I always been kind of outspoken, mm-hmm. and in that those cultures, I guess, uh, at least from my experience, a uh, woman kind of, I kind of always had to keep it down and quiet and just go along with everyone else said to look good, right? Be respected. That's and that was the biggest challenge for me. Uh, because I always felt like, well, I have an opinion, so I should be able to speak out. Um, I think, and that was the biggest, yeah, that was the biggest one. Well, I mean, I, you know, I can I totally understand that. So how did the book came about? Um I just noticed myself. I put a, a smiley on the face, so forgive me if that was appropriate because I didn't realize the. I I have the chat room open for those of you who like to sign in. I know we started the show a little rocky, so we like trying to figure out things what's going on here. There was some changes also on Block Talk Radio today, um, so it was hard to get in. So hopefully my uh, quality of voice, because I had to dial in using my landline versus the the way I normally host the show. So anyway, however, um, what I was going to ask you is this question um, about the book and how the book came about. Um, you know, obviously it's a fictional book, and uh, the book, for those of you who, um, who, I mean, is a series of, because, you know, is the title Clog and Dagger, or is it Stuck into World and the volume one will be Clog and Dagger? Which one is it? First of all, no, stuck into stuck into world is the series name. It's gonna to be a total of three books, and the okay. first book is called Cloak and Dagger. The one that okay, so I was corrected. Okay, so the first series or the first volume is Cloak and Dagger, and so the story is about. Go ahead and tell us because I know <laughs> the story and and why did you write about that? And I'm just curious. It's about a girl who runs away from her Middle Eastern country because her father is arranging her marriage with a guy she doesn't want to be married to, and she just feels like she has 
no freedom, no opinion, and she's always had to obey and do what her father said, and once she gets married, goes to live with the husband, then she would have to do everything the husband said in the husband's family. So she doesn't feel comfortable with that kind of life. Another thing that she was challenging for is that she had to always be covered up with a dress code. So she runs away and ends up in the United States and and uh, gets hurt and ends up in the hands of a vampire the first night when she escapes. And throughout the book, it comes to a time where she realizes that it was just better living in a, a house full of vampires than living with her dad or her future husband who would never give her any choice in life, but her own life. Wow. I was reading uh, the book, and, and uh, it, it really took me to that place. I almost felt, you know, myself being, I mean, obviously a lot of um, women who have ever experienced you know, a situation or uh, been in that place where they were forced into a life that they really don't want to, they were not given the option, let's put it that way, to to see something else, you know, I mean, we'd rather have something extreme like what you just said, you know, living with a vampire, vampires versus living with uh, someone like a father who, you know, trying to dictate how you're supposed to live or uh, um, a husband that was chosen you know, by your family, whatever, you know, and I, that character really brought it home to me. Of course, I've never been in that place, but I know a lot, you know, of uh, with a family member or somebody that I knew that were in that situation. And, and you know, they were not given really much of the choices, right? And the choices are like one extreme to another, and and that's where I, you know, I feel like, you know, the connection in the book. So I do really highly recommend people check it out because was that your your aim? I mean, was that your purpose? I mean, um, what was you really yes, hoping? Um, mm-hmm. Growing up with my grandparents, I've seen a lot of these things my grandmother go through, and she always told me a lot of stories. And I was a child. I would see some things, but at the time, I wouldn't really be able to process it unless, you know, another adult explained it to me. So a lot of times she explained it to me. And even though my grandmother would live alone when I lived with her and she was in her 50s, if she had to go somewhere, she would have to go to her in-laws' house who lived a couple of blocks down, ask permission, then go. So it was a lot, even to her parents' house or uh, when my aunt got married, one of my aunts didn't really have the choice of the husband, um, my grandfather chose the husband, and she was only 16. So seeing all these things, yes, exactly what you just said, kind of just like you, I've seen things in the family and mm-hmm. got inspired to write the book. And and so what's the future book? Is it going to be continued? So the first one is, is about, now who is the, uh, the dagger? Is that the, the female, the girl? No. The no, character. Um, I guess. It's a dagger just means a betrayal. Betrayal, okay. Uh, yeah, cloak is for cover everything being covered and dagger for betrayal. Um the future book is just gonna be continuation of the future two books and it's still gonna have a lot of cultural things. It's gonna go again more deeper. And the two worlds that when you refer into the two worlds, which is that's what the uh the book series um, so the, the, can you explain the two worlds and how, you know, 
so we know exactly what uh, what to expect in the new one. Because yes. it's really cool. I can even see well, that as a movie. Yes, uh, the Stuck in Two Worlds, the whole series. It's um, it it I guess goes to two different uh, ways. One for her being when she first comes to the United States, she feels stuck at all times between her old culture and the new American culture. Even though she sees that she's intrigued by these new ways of life, how women are happy, everything, you know, she's just loving everything. But deep behind her, um, behind her thoughts, every time she's trying to change, she feels like something telling her, oh, that's wrong. Oh, you shouldn't do that. But still, so she's constantly feeling pulled back and forth. Uh, in herself, and she feels constantly stuck in two different places, her old culture and new culture. And me, myself, I felt this when I came to America, even until now sometimes. So I came up with a title, that part, for that, and also later on with the vampire world and the human world, so some people could also relate it to that. But my main reason why I made the title Stuck in Tools was for the cultural thing. Okay. You know, I mean, that gives me, um, from the perspective of being a professional coach, um, is the fact, you know, that the, the, the character or even the real, you know, uh, woman who in no particular culture who live these, these, uh, and these, um, um, beliefs and stuff like that, you don't really have your own personality. You live your, you, that character or that person in, the, in that culture lives from those beliefs. You know, so they constantly question themselves, they constantly doubt in themselves, they constantly sabotaging their own, you know, uh, um, right to live the, the life that they wanted to because of those beliefs, because of those cultural beliefs that, you know, women has to be, um, uh, do certain things and say th- certain things and behave in a certain way. And uh, unless, you know, we sort of like, you know, and, and, and I hope you, you uh, sort of like, you know, pointed out in, in the future books, you know, in your series, you know, that unless you break free from these beliefs, you will still continue to be dragged into the other world. Um, you know, I mean, I, the way I would see it, like, again, as far as, you know, how, um, you know, because you're constantly going to have to question yourself. You're constantly saying, well, is this, is this acceptable? I mean, I still see it with my mom. You know, my mom is still, like, she doubts herself, so she will be telling me, well, I don't know what people are going to say about me. I'm like, Mom, who cares? Who cares what they say about you? Are you happy with your decision? Does that make you feel good? You know, are you hurting somebody? If you're not hurting anybody and you know you in your heart you're doing the right things for you and those who are around you without being manipulated by these beliefs and the cultural things, you know, then that's when you live in your life. I mean, otherwise you're not living your life. You're living somebody else's life. Is that Does that make sense? It does. I guess um, I feel the same way even though I came here 11 years old, but because I... My parents are still very, very um, Armenian, even though they've been here 20 years, too. So I feel like no matter, and at the time, I'm 31, and all I do is a lot of times, I feel like I'm fighting with myself, and I think the hardest word you could fight is with your own self. And, but there has, you know, there's always a time, like you said, when you sit and think about it, 
if you're making the decisions for yourself, if you're not hurting anyone else and it's making you happy, comfortable, mm-hmm. relaxed in your life, why not? It's not anyone else's life. It's your own life. Well, that's the truth. That is so true because, you know, the only person who lives your life is you, no, some, nobody else. And that's, you know, I mean, like I said, like, you know, for your parents, you even though that they, like you said, you know, they've been here for 20 years, but they have been living those beliefs for so for so long. Unless you start, you know, implementing a new beliefs, I always I always refer to as a programs, right? So like, if you take a computer and your computer running slow because you've been running these old programs and it's like you gain yourself all these viruses and all these things and you open yourself to a lot of problem, right? Unless you you know, get rid of these programs and stop putting new programs in or getting new, you know, hard drive or whatever, you know, you're going to continue to run the same, you know, on the same program. And unfortunately, like I said, you know, like my mom, you know, like I was like, mom, you know, and then she'll say, yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But then she goes back to her old habits because unless, you know, it's hard for her to get rid of them. And I can tell you, you know, I had encountered a lot, you know, younger people, you know, who who still have those issues because of their relationship with their family. And, uh, you know, they actually still dictate in how they should live and how they should do things and, and the culture of things, even with them living in this country, you know, and in the Western world, right, if I would say. And, uh, um, you know, because they are living two worlds within one world, or if that makes any sense, because, you know, when they go home, you know, they're behind closed door, they are back in the old world. And then when they go out into the new, you know, they open their door and they get out, they see something different, but they still get pulled back into the old world. See, now I'm writing the book myself in the, in the future thing. But, but you follow what I'm saying? I mean, it's so hard to disconnect from this unless you really break free and you say, you know, and I think in your book you really show, you know, that uh, um, the possibility. And I think you follow, of course, you follow your passion, you know, of really putting that on words and, 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 words and, and sharing it with the, with the world. And that's uh, really uh, very, very cool. So we're going to take a short break. And uh, uh, when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with uh, Guyana, and uh, we're going to be uh, digging into that book a little bit more. <laughs> and if you like to chat with myself or my guests, uh, you have the option of either calling 626-213-5773. There also should be a Skype um, icon next to the phone number if you are logged into the, uh, um, to the link. And, uh, of course, we have the chat room open, and I'm giving kisses and hugs there because, like I said, I <laughs> – and my friend Kirk, I think, got that one. So thank you, Kirk, for being there in the chat room. So you have to sign in um, into the chat room. And uh, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Hi, this is Kay William Spencer of Your Thoughts, Your Reality Radio. Join us every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Freedom Talk Radio for enlightening, humorous, and intriguing conversations that I have with my co-host and or our guest, all to help you look at life and your choices differently. For more information, go to ytyrradio.tk or if you prefer, ytyrradio.wordpress.com. 
Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Um, if you were listening to the show live from the beginning, you know that we were running into some technical difficulties. And we got on the air a little bit later, but I can assure you this will be taken care of when you listen to the show archive. So all that will be taken off, and you listen to the show completely without any um, cutoff or anything like that. So today, my guest, Guyana Aftis. She's the author of Stuck Into World, with the first series being uh, Clog and Dagger. And uh, basically the book is about, you know, this young woman who ran away from her, um, from her, from her home trying to, you know, to, to uh, um, hopefully, you know, live a better life by, you know, stay, getting away from the arranged marriage and all these problems, some of the cultural um, uh, traits and, and beliefs throw at a young woman um, and, and impose on her how she's supposed to live her life. And uh, my guest, she is the author of this book. And she's here with us talking about some of these uh, differences in adversity that the young women go and live in these culture. Now, um, Guyana, tell me a little bit about, you know, Armenian culture. And, and, you know, before the show, we kind of briefly talked about, you know, the, the your upbringing and things of that nature. Thank you again for being here, by the way. Well, thank Appreciate you for it. having me. I appreciate you being here. Um, so what is it like? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm part Middle Eastern, and I understand, you know, the culture a little bit, but for those of us who are listening to the show and don't know really about, you know, some of the problem and some of the adversity some of these young women go through, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, um, I guess a lot has changed since I left there, but there's still some things like that going on where um, – the biggest, when I, I remember when I was there at the time, uh, I never saw a woman drive. I don't wow. think they okay. were, it's just they just didn't do it probably because the family didn't approve it or it's just women just didn't do it. So when I was 11, they didn't drive. Now I hear they do. I guess a lot of it is being changed because of all, the, all this uh, visitors and um, tourists and stuff, I'm assuming. But one of the things, like I said before, um, there was a lot of arranged marriages, and and once a girl gets married, she goes to the in-laws' house and she just adopts that family hers, and her family's um, kind of a less of a value to her, and a lot of and a lot of times, but um, um, and another thing. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, while you're catching your thoughts here, um, what I'm thinking here, that they correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I guess the way I look at it, because they really don't want the woman or the girls, you know, in general, to become independent. They want them to be dependent so they can control them. And I think, it, to me, the way I look at it, and I know you and I, we have a similarity because we have such a strong personality, and uh, mm-hmm. I knew I would never be able to accept something like that, you know, happening to me or somebody try to do that to me because I'm very, very independent person. And I think you are in that same place. So do you see it as being a threat and it's just because they can't control? Um, if they will start to be independent, that means they can get out and do their things and they can, you know, pretty much go whatever they want to and do whatever they want. Would you say that or... I, I, I yes, I think in uh, in a lot of ways yes, they just uh, it is about control, 
um, they just, you know, um, just taking someone and, I mean, if they let her go back and forth with her family, I'm thinking that they're just going to think, well, the family's going to put stuff in their head, you know. It's better for her to be here and we could just brainwash her the way we want. Now At you have three. It was my grand, my grandmother's family. Like she wasn't allowed to go visit her grand, her family. It was only like two hours or three hours drive, but wow. she only got to visit them once or twice of the five six years of her marriage until her both of her parents died young. So hers, she told me it was you know it was control. It was mostly control because they just wanted to have control over her. Um, oh yeah, I mean it's a, very clear, right? I mean, I mean the way I see it, you know. She was a very you know. strong woman too. But let me tell you something: even strong women get broken in these situations because there's no way out out for a lot of women. So um, I got a lot of my strength from her, but she still got broken down, and she was, ha- yeah, she had those there, and it was pretty tough on her. That's and then um, my aunt, who I'm dearly close with, she's. Only a couple of years older than me. When she got married at 16, I would kind of grew up with her. <sighs> she had the same situation. And I, even though she's in Armenia, I haven't seen her 20 years. I talk to her once or twice a week. So she had to go through the same exact thing her mom went through until she packed up one day and just left. Oh, my God. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, that's that that could be also, you know, I mean, like if you keep pulling and pulling and pulling, eventually you're going to break the you know, the person, and, uh, you know, I mean, of course, you know, it's it's really hard to imagine it because, like I said, I, I know of so many, but I've never been in that situation, so I can't really even, you know, try to imagine what would I do if I was, you know, been in a place where somebody's trying to control me. How would I behave? What would I do, you know, differently? But I can tell you, I mean, I think if you have the will, you will find a way, and I think a lot of these young women across, you know, different cultural background they they have a similar upbringing they really i mean you know it's like it's like the revolution you know the the women revolution where they just want us like you know what i want my freedom i need to be you know the person that i need to be without have to um get the the okay from someone else or 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 being controlled by someone else and especially you know in in that particular culture is men controlling you know um the the girls and the women in general but you know i mean it, it it comes back to me you know it's like we're trying not to really i mean it's not about attacking any culture here and i really hope our listener understand we're not really here trying to justify anything or even you know saying um this is right or wrong okay i mean i want to emphasize the show is really intended to be thought provoking and for information purpose and uh, my guess is really just expressing, you know, um, uh, of course, it's a fictional, right? I would say it's a fictional story, the yeah. book. And yeah. series is, yes. And, and it's not necessary. this is exactly what's happening. So I don't want people to, you know, get mad at me <laughs> listening to this show and saying, you know, I'm attacking a certain culture or whatever. You know, I appreciate and I respect every culture out there. And, uh, you know, it's just the fact that I come from that part, you know, of the world. I can I can relate to some of these stories and I can relate to some of the things that, you know, Guyana is talking about here. 
But the the main thing, and again, you know, the show is really about to inspire people to make some positive changes in their life. What I would suggest, and, and I want to hear from you as well in your own world what you think, I always say, you know, we must question everything and we must really decide for ourselves what is right or wrong, you know, in our life. Um, without, you know, of course, without hurting anybody, without doing something wrong, without, you know, jeopardizing anything that can hurt you or hurt anybody else. you got to question it. you got to analyze things, you know, in the best way possible for you that would work for you. So with all that being said, what do you, what were you thinking? I mean, you're, you're back on psychology, so, you know, what are some of the things that you think, you know, some of these young girls and some of these, you know, girls who really just like, you know, just they thinking because I guess well, the reason I keep emphasizing on the fact, you know, that this is really thought-provoking for information purpose because I don't want people to think about, you know, the fact that I'm trying to tell them what to do here or you telling them what to do. But what I wanted to point out here, um, when it comes to trying to understand, you know, the person that you are, and I know through your book, you know, you express emotion. You know, we all express it. We express it in a different way, right? Some of us write like you do. Um, things come to your mind. You you put it on paper, and that is really great. Um, but some people, they just don't know how to go about, you know, um, expressing the freedom, their mind, how they feel about certain things. What would you say to them? Um well, I want to um, I want to start by saying, just like you said earlier, um, I'm not trying to attack, of course, my own culture. I love, love, love being on Indian in a lot of ways. Um, so, but when I did write my book, I did interview uh, anonymously several different different Middle Eastern women from Pakistan, Arab, um, from um, Iran. And of course, um, and in my own family, some of the things with my grandmother and aunt and stuff. So, anyways, but um, to answer your question, I guess everyone for everyone is different. Everyone has a different place where they see they're happy. So you have to. In my definition, happy. What's going to make me happy? For someone who might work, um, living in a household like that, but it didn't for me. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you understand? Right. Am I thinking? So it just depends on the. I guess my main thing, my message is, everyone just kind of has to see or imagine what is their happy place, what would make them happy, and just set a goal and. Go for that goal as long as you, they're not hurting anyone or just some living comfortable in their own skin. Right. Right. I mean, and and that's what it is. You just said it beautifully. You gotta be comfortable with your own skin. And I mean, I, like I said, like you also mentioned something that I like to also emphasize on and repeat it. You know, in every culture, there's a lot of beauty. And I, I am, I, I am so with you. I mean, there's so many different things I love about my own culture, and I can name a lot of things. 
So, I mean, one of the things that I would bring to, to the attention here or to, to take from this, you know, acknowledge all the positive things. There's a lot of beautiful things about our culture and about where you come from and everything. But in the same time, you know, you've got to, you know, bring it, bring it inward about who you truly are. And you are not, you know, your grandmother. You are not your grandfather. You are not, your, you know, your beliefs. You are not, you know, what you were told to believe you are you are individual you are your own person and you are love and you know from that you know you're going to say you know what i can rise above any adversity any problem that can come in my in in my way within you know i can do the best that i can i always say and i repeat this actually to myself you know um consciously when i get overwhelmed about a situation or anything like that and i say i am doing the best to make the best of it you know it's really simple and and and, you know if you think about it in that sense you know as long as you're doing your best and making the best of it you know everything else is going to be okay and and you know we can make things amplifying it and making them such a big deal and making them you know a problem or we can just say you know what i love the being, you know, that person I am, that I come from this this place or whatever, and I love the fact that, you know, what, you know, I mean, looking into the positive, and I know sometimes, you know, it's hard to people are gonna say, well, how can I justify, you know, my grandfather or my father telling me this is how I'm supposed to live or whatever, and we're not talking about justifying, we're not tra- talking about giving somebody, I guess, the the credit you know, for, for what they're doing or whatever or not doing to to, to us, but is is just realizing, you know, they did what they have to do, you know, to their best of knowledge because this is how they were brought up too, you know what I mean? So instead of attacking someone else or attacking, you know, a culture, it's really looking at, you know what, they didn't know any better, but I do. I know better, and and from that point, you know, like you 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 saying, you know, like you follow your passion, you go after what makes you happy, express how who you are, and let things take care of itself. And you know, I mean, there is a, obviously there is some extreme situation, and I know, and you know, right, where some of these girls are really forced into a situation they they really just miserable, and they can't break out of it. And that is the hardest part. And like I said, I don't offer coaching. I don't offer therapy on the show, and I don't think you are either, right? So for that purpose. No, no. Yeah, I know, because I really, I mean, I just want to always, I try to emphasize on this because it is a fine line, and I don't want people to to think that I'm trying to do that on the show by all means. But but what would you tell them? I mean, how, how would someone who... Is if they were listening to you and 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 uh, and you say, well, you know, Diane, how how can I even you know break free out of my own misery and I'm living, you know, what would you say to them? What would you say? That's a really, really, really tough one, just because everybody's situation is a little bit different. But I would just say they would they would you know to be honest. I think a lot of those women, they already know it in their self, how they would break out of it. They just they just don't want to either admit it or they just don't do it. I don't think anyone would be able, because every situation is different, I don't think anyone would be able to tell them exactly what to do. Right. 
Well, yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, we're not here to tell, you know, but I mean, like, you know, but, yeah. you know, people are going to say, well, yeah, it's easy set for you, you know, I, uh, you know, you're not going through what I'm going through. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to sound again like I'm, um, uh, I do have compassion. I do have compassion for everybody. Um, and, and, uh, but you, I don't think you want people to sympathize with you. I think you really want to be the, you know, you, each one of us, I mean, like you said, each, each situation is different. Each person is, you know, how they handle situations, they handle it differently. But the bottom line, the strengths come from within, you know, find your strength, find what makes you strong and, and, and build it from the inside out. That's all I can I can give on my end right now, um, you know, as far as what I would suggest. Find your strength. Find what makes you strong. I mean, for you, for instance, right, and tell me if, if this is correct or not, you know, for you, your strength is writing. You express writing. Is that correct? Yes, that's, uh, that's very correct. That is my strength, and that's, that's why I express myself. From a very young age, I always kept the term myself in, in any situation, even though I haven't been in any of the situations, the cultural, um, where I didn't have a voice or anything, but I still kept the journal for my own. So, and, and, great- and, right, Okay. No, that makes a lot of sense. And like I said, you know, we, let's take a, a short break, and when we come back, we will wrap it up and uh, and hear uh, more about your upcoming uh, series and uh, you know what to expect. Okay, thanks for being here. Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com. And you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea. Coach Rhea is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for being here live with us or listening to the show archive or on iTunes. I just want to remind you, you know, follow the show and uh, so you will be notified of all the new, um, um, as far as guest information, anything upcoming, and, uh, you know, so I can connect with you. And, of course, make sure you contact me and reach me on either my website at www.coachingbyria.com or you can also send me a message, a voice message on yourlifenow.info, and you'll be able to record a message and uh, connect with me there, contact me, let me know how I can help you. And, of course, you know, my guest also has a website. Any website, um, Gayan, can you share it with our uh, listeners? Uh, G-A-V-E-T-I-S.com. And also they can um, connect with me on Instagram, gavetis09, or Twitter, same thing, gavetis09, and connect with me both those places too. That sounds great. 
And uh, before the break, we were talking about, you know, um, the different culture and women in different culture. We also touched on a lot of different things that, you know, the show is really about information pur- for information purpose and thought-provoking. And, uh, of course, you know, your um, your thoughts, your opinion, um, you know, comments, of course, we take that as, you know, to consideration, but remember, we, I'm, you know, I am not offering, uh, even though I am a professional coach and and uh, I do this for a living. But you can contact me separately. I don't offer any coaching on the show or any um, advice. I just make suggestion and share with you tips and information. Um, the book that uh, Guyane had uh, um, wrote and published back in July, right? The book came out in July, the first yes. year. Yes. Okay, um, Stuck Into Worlds and uh, Cloak and Dagger is the first volume. Um, so tell us more about, you know, what you want to tell the, the uh, listeners about the book in your upcoming volume two, if you want to call it, or what would it be um, for the um, the upcoming book? Um, the upcoming book, uh, I actually have two upcoming books, but um, the second one of this one is um, volume two, it's just going to be more of a the cultural thing where um, the father, of course, doesn't accept out-of-race marriage, so it's going to go more into that, where he preferred um, the daughter being dead or present than being uh, married to someone out of his own race and culture. So it's going to be more broken into that because she... Uh, um, so it's gonna be it's gonna go more deeper into the cultural stuff. Nice. So what do we you know, can you give anything away <laughs> for what to expect? I know I love that like when you like you actually I really do highly recommend people get the book and of course they can go to Amazon dot com and purchase the book there, correct? And or they can go to your website, right? They can buy it from your website as well. Yeah, they can buy it at Barnes and Nobles. Uh, it's available at Barnes and Nobles, Amazon and about, I don't know, like hundred and twenty different other stores. And website. That they have so, it, okay, in hard copy, or yes. it's also available for Kindle, right? It's a yes, so Kindle, um, I, Apple, Kobo, Smashwords, um, Goodreads. And, I know it's on Goodreads. If you ever, you know, have an account with Goodreads, I love yes, Goodreads. Goodreads. Yes. yes. Well, you know, oh, the, the bottom line. What's that? Um, Goodreads has two copies giveaway right now, so if anyone has a Goodreads account, they can go request it, and they might be able to win a signed copy. Nice. Signed copy. So here you go. So you heard it here yes, now. Signed copy. Goodreads. Okay, great. So, um, again, what I wanted to mention about the book is the fact that it is really easy to read, and uh, it takes you into the character of the books, and it really... Um, you sort of like sink it into the uh, um, the character, and you just like kind of it. It takes you to the places that you know um, uh, the girl goes into, and and uh, so when the volume two comes on comes in, I, I you know when you expect it to be out. Um, same time this one came out, probably middle of summer, July. Okay. All right, so make sure you get your copy of the first volume one, and I can tell you when you finish reading the first one, you want to know more, and <laughs> because I know I do. And uh, um, so with that being said, my friend, I um, what else would you want to share on the air before we go off the air? Um, 
I just want to thank everyone for listening today, and um, I want to thank you for having me on the show. It was very nice, and I enjoyed it very much. Same here. Same here. Back again in the future. Oh, I would love to, of course. I would love to have you on the show again. And, uh, you know, again, if you could uh, um, tell our listeners the uh, website where they can go to your website. And, you know, do you also write blogs at all? or? Uh, I just started a blog on Goodreads, but I'm, I'm just getting the hang of it. This is all new to me. I started mm-hmm. it. They could go follow me, and I'll get better at it as every day goes by. Okay, so if you want to know more about Guyane, uh, they can go to your website at uh, gaptis, A-V-A-T-I-S dot com, correct? Um, yes. To purchase the book, you can go you know, to either Barnes & Noble. If you want a hard copy, you can go to, um, uh, to Amazon. You can get the Kindle version, and the, uh, the book is available everywhere, um, I guess, books are sold pretty much. And the name of the book is Stuck in Two Worlds, and uh, Volume 1 will be uh, Clog and Dagger. And I really look forward to have you back on the show and uh, listen to hear a little bit more about the culture and about all the beauty. And I hope you put some of the good stuff as well in there because I know there's a lot of great stuff. And I just want to remind our listener, today's discussion, it was really for thought-provoking and information purpose. And uh, I love where I'm coming from, and I know Gaia loves where she comes from, and she loves her culture and her upbringing. And I do the same thing because without, if we don't love where we come from, I, I guess you know the source is 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 the key, right? And uh, exactly. so we both, yes. Yeah, so I I just want to make sure that people know that. And uh, and with all that being said, you have an amazing day. And you know what I want to talk to you about? One more question before I let you go, because I know that was something I was going to ask you, but we sort of you know shifted off that. Now you have a great uh, three boys, right? Yes, three I young do. boys. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, okay. Would it be? Well, I know you're still young, so if you do have a girl, would you actually? raise her differently and you know what would you're thinking about a well, girl here's the thing like I said earlier I absolutely love my culture so I would make sure she speaks the language and you know the food the music and everything but I would raise her independent I would definitely raise her independent because that's what uh, that's the way I am and I just would want, I just think she would be just happy to be raised independent. That's the only thing I will do. The rest that she can take anything else she wants from the culture because it's amazing. Yeah, no doubt. And that's like exactly my point. Just, I just want her to always be able to speak up her mind and do what makes her happy at the end of the day. Yeah, well, I hope you have a girl. <laughs> so you can do that too. <laughs> and if you don't, you maybe you can help another girl doing the same thing, you know. And I think with you, with your books and with your, you know, sharing your uh, your culture and your, you know, I think you're doing that already. So I really do want to thank you again. Much love and uh, enjoy the rest of the day, and we will talk soon. You too. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Okay, until next time, my friend. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye now. I love what Maya Angelou had to say about the power of the spoken word. She said, I quote, 
Words mean more than what is set down on paper. It takes the human voice to infuse them with deeper meaning, end quote. And that is the reason I made the decision to put my words into an audiobook. So please check out my spoken words in my new audiobook, Your Life, Your Way. The 10 must-have goals to improve your life. It's now available. You can either go to my website at www.coachingbyria.com and purchase it there. You can also download the book from iTunes by going to the link I provided in the show page or simply go to iTunes stores and put my name in the search, Coach Ria Wilkie, and you will be able to download the audiobook from there. And I do thank you all for doing so. And if you um, like to write a review, please do so. And I'm always grateful to be in service. Thank you. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Welcome back, my friends, and uh, this is conclude our show for today. I do want to thank my guest for being such a great sport and share her book with us and uh, share her culture with us and all the great stuff that she shared with us and inspired us to really look beyond everything from from cultural to um, um, any adversity that we have and re- just rise above it and, and be all that you want to be for yourself and question everything and just love who you are, love what you come from and make the best of it. And that's all I can tell you for now. And until next time, my friend, much love to you all. Stay amazing. You are amazing. Take care. Much love. Thank you.